welcome to Best Laid Plans, a podcast all about planning, planning techniques, planning materials, and more, but pretty much everything related to planning. This is Sarah Hart Unger, and I'm your host, and we are back this week with another fantastic guest episode. As you guys know, the guest episodes are not the most common types of episodes I do here, mostly due to time constraints, to be completely honest. I've gotten more emails than you might think of people pitching themselves as guests, and I have to say many of them are really compelling. So we may try to include more of those in the future, but for now, I do plan on sticking on one guest per month because they do take more time to coordinate and more time to do. And um, I have some really exciting high profile guests coming up. So I don't discourage you from sending um, me your submissions, but please know that we'll have to see what happens. And it may be uh, it may be that the slots are fairly limited, but still it's okay. And I do think it would be really fun to do some kind of planning makeover um, set up. My husband in particular is dying for that to be a segment on this podcast. So we'll see if we can make that happen. So today we're going to be talking to Imani Michelle, who I've been following for Instagram for quite some time. And I have just always been attracted to her style, which is very different from a lot of other Instagram planners. It's not filled with stickers. She really has very precise and beautiful handwriting. Her planning is very functional, but it's also beautiful. And we're going to talk about that in the conversation on how that's a form of self-care for her. That's what I thought, and she did confirm it. So um, I think you'll really enjoy this interview. Before we get to it, I figured I'd give you an update on some of my own current self-care since I took a really deep dive into that whole screen time situation a couple of episodes ago. I thought I would just update on how that's going. Now, of course, anything can happen by the time this airs. There's usually about a 10-day lag time, by the way, between when I record and when an episode comes out. However, I have to say I'm really, really happy with my current focus on avoiding excess screen time, and I do feel like my planning techniques are helping me to make this major change in my life. I have been diligently writing down the number of minutes that I spend on the screen time app on my phone, and I have been writing down um, in my planner every time I go to check email or look at my WhatsApp feed or things like that so that I really can't do it mindlessly. And doing that has actually really led to what feel like real mental changes. Like before I felt very pulled to check my phone all the time. And now I'm not, I don't think it's just because of the sort of constraints I put around doing so, like my own personally imposed rules. I actually find myself not being as interested in looking at those things, which is kind of unexpected. Like I thought I would just be muscling through and then just learning how to do things differently. But instead, I just am finding myself less attracted to those things like Instagram, which felt so addicting in the first place. So it's been really an interesting journey. I'm excited to see where it goes. I think I'm about 15 days in maybe from that 100 days where I started. But what a great way to finish off the year. I'm pretty excited about that. All right, so I'm not gonna delay any further. I'm going to pop back in after we talk to Imani Michelle. Hello and welcome Imani to the podcast. So this is only, I believe, our third guest episode. So Imani, I hope you're excited. I am. I, I will just introduce her as the Instagrammer whose handwriting just makes me swoon every time I see one of her posts. <laughs> so maybe she'll share some of her handwriting secrets with all of you as well. 
Do you want to introduce yourself, Imani? Sure. Hi, everyone. It's so wonderful to be talking to you all today. Um, that was a wonderful introduction, but I guess I'll just say I am a young millennial living in New York with my puppy, Timber, who is the love of my life. And I love planning. <laughs> so I'm just really happy to be here. And thank you so much for inviting me. Oh, I'm so excited. I love that young millennial. I'm like the oldest possible millennial or the youngest possible Gen X, depending on who you ask. So that's yeah. awesome. So the first thing I want to ask you, can you talk about your current system? Mm -hmm. And for our listeners, I would love like a little Imani guide into planning with inserts. Cause I've done a lot of discussion about kind of full package products. Like, I don't know if you know, but I'm super into like Hobonichi and like, mm -hmm. but I have very little experience in these put together systems, but you do a lot of it. So can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. So I didn't always start with inserts. I was, I think my first introduction to sort of the official planning world was, was Aaron Condren, then Happy Planner. And I realized I needed something that I could customize and that I can make work for me. So I think the beauty with inserts is that uh, you, you can get inserts almost anywhere. There are so many different companies out there and you can print your own, you can make your own and buy a whole punch on Amazon and just go for it. So uh, really inserts opens up so many opportunities for you to plan how you want to plan and make your planner yours. So, you know, for example, if there are notes insert with just lines on it, that's it's like a coloring book. You can do so much with just lines on a paper. You can make a habit tracker. You can use it as a daily insert weekly. So that, that's sort of what insert is. I look at it as a way to be almost as creative as you can be with stickers in the planner world. I do see that flexibility in the inserts that you can make it into anything you want. Do you have a preferred so, but you first, you kind of have to commit to a system first, right? Like I know a lot of people have all different size. Yes. What do you even call them? Portfolios or <laughs> we, need, we need a lesson here. I need help. <laughs> okay. So there are so many different names, right? You, they're agendas, they're binders, they're, so the outside of your insert is generally your like agenda, right? Or your agenda folio, depending on uh, who you ask, what company you shop with. So that is sort of the hard part and the protective part. So that's kind of what I consider it. And then there are, oh gosh, there are a slew of sizes. There's the A5, which I think is the most popular size. And then there's half letter. And I, I used to know all the dimensions of everything, but there's half letter personal, um, happy planner classic, happy planner mini. <laughs> there is pocket. There is uh, A6, which is, I'm, I see people using A6. I'm like, what the heck is A6 size? I think it's A5, but a little wider. So, so that's one thing I do know because my beloved planner only comes in two sizes, A5 and A6. Okay. A6 is tiny. It's like, oh, is it? it's like a shrunk down A5. It's probably like half the surface of the paint. I mean, it's definitely smaller. I feel like it's similar proportion. You're right. It has a little wider look than some of the small. So, although okay. I guess I don't. So, but then you also, not only the paper size, but the rings. And do they vary from brand to brand? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Cloth and Paper just sort of released like a new line of uh, planner agenda folios, they call them now as well. And the rings got bigger. So I, I think generally um, Louis Vuitton is sort of like the 
bigger, more common ones. And then, um, you know, cloth and paper just increased theirs. And th that's all I know. <laughs> so I'm still fairly new to inserts as well. So I, I don't know at all, but there's just so many differences. And unfortunately, it's a lot of researching and trial and error. And do you tend to use like the disc type or do you tend to use the ring type in your setups? So I love to use uh, rings. If, if you follow me, you know, I'm like an A5 girl all the way around, but I just set up a half letter, which is, I think that's five by or 5.5 by 8.5 or something of that nature. And it's glorious, absolutely glorious. <laughs> so it, it's so nice to just have both uh, planner sizes that are on a bigger side, but still so different and so unique. And I can just tear out here, hole punch there. It's it's amazing. But I'm so curious about Hobonichi. That, that's <laughs> I have no idea what it is. It's My like, listeners are like, no, don't go into that because there are too many episodes already. But we'll have to talk. I'll show you some pictures offline. Okay. It's like an all-in-one book that comes from Japan that has weekly, daily, and monthly pages. So there's not... It's pretty um, open format, mm -hmm. but it really doesn't have that much layout to speak of. So it's very different. But okay. the common okay. ground, I think, is that we like the flexibility. Yes, absolutely. I, I always saw Hobonichi's as the little sort of rectangular, you know, planners. But I, I think they go way beyond that. I mean, I think there's... So well, like there's sizes as well, right? Yeah, there's yeah. a large A5, there's an A6, and then there's a weekly. That's actually it. It's not well. There's a few other kind of niche products, but there's not that many lines. Yeah. So I see but, so oh. many similarities. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, it's. I think if you like flexibility and not too much structure, you can either do that by having a very blank canvas, which is my style, or in your case, having a very wide variety of different layouts to choose from and mix and match. So mm -hmm. on that note. Number one, what are some of your places to get inserts? I know cloth and paper, but I'm sure maybe some others as well, or even just the best stuff that you love from cloth and paper, our mm -hmm. listeners would be interested in. And tell me what inserts you like using for what stuff. And and I, my other, mm -hmm. sorry, this is like a three-part question, but I'm also curious as to whether you have a separate work system and a separate life system. Ooh, so good. Okay, so I, yes, I'm like cloth and paper through and through, but I recently started uh, shopping with Lux Plans, who uh, I use primarily for my HP Mini setup, and I just got rid of that. So I need to go get more things from from Lux Plans and Infinite Lotus, which is sort of like the eight sign, but it's supposed to be infinite and then Lotus. So those are sort of my big three. And okay, so from each company, cloth and paper, I love their notepads. They are the notepad superior in my in my book. <laughs> I love their notepads. So those are primarily uh, what I use it for is the daily notepads. So if you've seen me playing with that, I, I use that a lot in the weekly notepads as well. From Infinite Lotus, I am a huge week on one page fan of theirs. I love their week on one page. I think it's so useful to just have my week all on one page. So it's not a lot of space, but it's convenience, which is what I like about that. Lux Plans has a really good daily undated insert. It has all the sections that I need a schedule, notes to do, priority. So uh, those are sort of my favorites from those three companies. Now, I think the third part was sort of 
how I use my planners in my areas of life, right? So for a big catch-all, I use my A5 that has a lot of just my finances in there, my goal planning is in there, and my daily sort of scheduling and meetings are all housed in A5. My half letter is purely content. (laughs) So I have a lot planned and a lot coming up. So I just needed something separate for that. And for work, you know, work, I I, I don't really plan for work anymore. Ooh, that's bad. (laughs) That's so bad. But I use just notepads to keep a running to-do list. And I just try my best to keep up. I get that. I mean, especially, um, so you're an attorney and I'm a physician. And when I'm in the seeing patients mode, there's nothing to plan. It's like, see that patient, see that patient. See that. <laughs> like, there's no, sometimes I'll make little check boxes that I've done my notes, but like that doesn't take up. So I get that. I don't think there's any shame in not, it depends on the structure of your work, but you're probably emailing like crazy every two seconds and like billing for a very specific time. And you probably have work electronic systems that are separate. So I think that does actually make sense. But I love that you have an entire planner for your planning content, basically your Instagram and your blog. Tell me how you like, so do you go really far in advance with those things and think about your content planning? So for my, my content is pretty much planned for the end of the year. (laughs) I have so I'm naturally very organized and a natural I hate to say a natural planner, but I I think of things very far in advance. So I think the fun part about joining Instagram and joining the planning community has been cultivating community and being open, but also being very strategic about what I do. So and it's, it's not to say that it's less genuine. It's just you know, I'm sharing certain things at certain times and it's even more personal because I'm very private. My personal Instagram only has eight photos. <laughs> so it's being on in the planner community is for me planning ahead, but also being open enough to recognize and change. And Today's episode is sponsored in part by Factor. Factor is sponsoring this episode with an awesome discount code plans 50 to give you 50% off your first month and 20% off the next. Trying out our sponsors helps keep the show going, and I think this is a wonderful time to give it a try, given that it's always a busy season. Factor offers no prep and no mess meals that are tailored to your wellness goals. They offer multiple options from protein plus to plant-based to keto and many more. No matter what your health goals are, you can keep kitchen time to a minimum while enjoying healthy and delicious meals with premium ingredients with Factor. You can get started feeling great and fueling well now by giving them a try. Head to factormeals.com slash plans50 and use code plans50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code plans50, P-L-A-N-S 50 at factormeals.com slash plans50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Today's episode is brought to you in part by Jenny Kane. I love Jenny Kane and I hope you love shopping there to support the show. When you do, visit JennyKane.com and use code PLANS for 15% off your first order. We are now well into spring, and there's no better time to shop for beautiful cotton sweaters that can take us right into the next season. And definitely take a look at their dresses. They have so many pretty ones. I'm obsessed with the day dress. It's so classic and versatile. Plus, everything in their collection is designed so intentionally that you can style pieces together without a second thought. 
All of their sweaters and tops pair with jeans, work pants, and more, and can be styled to fit practically any occasion. Find your new spring uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code PLANS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com. Promo code PLANS. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Not people strict. I was going to say, if something spontaneous comes up that you're like, oh my gosh, I have to share, I'm sure you kind of make room, but that's amazing that you already have this like planned content that then you can kind of layer things on top as they come up. Absolutely. I, I like to think that my planning content and overall just my content on my blog, my YouTube, all of that centers around um, self-care and just the the way that you can incorporate planning and intentional planning into your self-care routines so that, you know, you reach this level of happiness. And it, it's so personal to me because it, it's everything that I'm talking about is something that I'm experiencing and it, it's something that I, I'm going through. So it's never too hard for me to switch things up depending on how I'm feeling. So a great example is Joyful Sundays, which I just started this Sunday. I just post something that's bringing me joy that brought me joy in the past week. And I started that because I I was feeling down. I needed something to feel happy about. So I did not plan Joyful Sundays. (laughs) It was not in my content calendar or anything like that, but it was just a great way for me to check my spirit and check my gratitude. um, But also spread the joy. That's amazing. Maybe I need to do more. I love planning, but my content is actually the last thing I tend to plan. It tends to come out very spontaneously. And I think I fear adding too much structure to it sometimes. You said about planning being self-care. I love that. I think the actual act of planning is self-care, but then also we can use planning to ensure we do our own self-care, which is something I see you embedding in your spreads. Can you talk about the ways that you tend to do that? Oh, so, so good. Thank you. I I didn't know if that point got across to people. You know, I didn't want to be too upfront about that, but there's two ways that I think of planning and self-care. I think of planning as self-care because it's art, right? It's, it's calming, it's relaxing. You can sort of get prepared and be ready and it's less anxiety inducing rather than just going throughout the world without any idea what you have going on. But then I think that we can all be more strategic with our self-care by using planning and being organized about it. We can be organized about everything, about work meetings, grocery shopping, but why not be organized and intentional about self-care? So I do that in a few ways. I, I love reminders throughout my inserts of either sort of Bible verses or encouraging uh, sayings and um, maybe a reminder of a memory to make me happy and be at peace. Or it's something like 
drink some water, Imani. You <laughs> get to a gallon of water today. So I, I try to be intentional about my self-care and prioritizing it. And my planner and my agendas are great ways to do that. They really support it. And, and you guys, when you see what her planning looks like, it actually brings like instant calm just to look at it because the way that she lays things out and her handwriting, which I'd like to talk about, it just has a very, very calming look to it. And I, it really stood out to me uh, on Instagram and I follow a lot of planning accounts, I gotta say. How did you get your handwriting so beautiful? Was that something you cultivated over time? Are you right or left-handed? And then secondary question, apparently I'm doing that today, talk about pens. Oh, my favorite topic. Okay, so I, I, I'm glad that we have an opportunity to debunk this. I I just naturally write really neat. I I think it's something that I just cultivated over time, I guess. But I've always been very, very particular about how my handwriting looks. So I've always been really particular about nib sizes with pens and what pen I'm using. I mean, that has persisted many, many years. We're going back to middle school when I was first allowed to use pens. So I right now am loving quite a few pens. There was a pen that came out in the cloth and paper subscription pen inspiration box that is the most beautiful copper fall color. And it has brought me so much joy just seeing me incorporate that color into my planner. I love fall. I love everything about fall. So it's been so beautiful to open up and see something different than my typical black ink pens. But in general, I love the I love the OG, the Pilot G2. I think it's 0.5. I, I love that. And, and we'll use it occasionally, just not as often as something like the um, Uniball Signal 307 and uh, other pens like that. So th those are my top, my top pens. But honestly, if it's less than if it's 0.5 or less, I'm unlikely to use it. The one that you love from cloth and paper, is that the, I think it's by Kokuyo. Is that the one I'm thinking of? Yeah, that one is really good. And there's also the Sarasa, I think it's dry fit. Dry. fit. Yes. I, I love that pen too. And I go back and forth between 0.5 and 0.4, but depending on how I want my handwriting look. So I am strategic about that. If I want something bolder, I'll use 0.5. But uh, otherwise, I'm definitely leaning towards 0.4 and 0.38. But I'm also right-handed. So I don't know if that, that has are right -handed. to do with it. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm unfortunately left-handed, which I have really neat handwriting, but um, very sensitive to smudging. And I have a slight back slant that's like, I notice it sometimes, especially when I see my handwriting through the page and yours is like straight up and down, which is, it just looks very pretty. I, I linked to a blog post of yours at one point, I'll link to it again, where you listed your top five pens and I think you included the G2 and I laughed because you were like, this is the only one I don't get mad when I lose it. <laughs> I feel similarly. It's like, okay, that one, I mean, I might be a little sad, but then some of my other ones, it's like a, it's like a disaster, even though it's probably only like $3 from jet pens or something, but it's still heartbreaking. Oh, absolutely. Cloth and paper. I wanted to make a pen only order, but I know I see that they'll release stuff and then they sell out of it really quick. So I think I, I need to, I need to jump on it. <laughs> it's super intense. And I think, you know, I'm, I'm so glad to see success, you know, of any business, but 
I, I miss the days where it was so easy. I could just go on and shop on a random Tuesday. And now it's, you have to be at your computer at happy hour or you are not getting what you want. So it is beautiful to see that though. I, I like there, those I was going to say, there's something about that that's like, okay, well that's an event. Now it's a community event and we can all talk about it at the same time. Like it harkens back to the days that, you know, we were all turning on the TV to watch. Well, maybe you're too young, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love yeah, that. No, absolutely. So before we go, I need to hear um, my last big question was about your 2021 setup. So what do you think is going to be your, you know, people are starting to think about, well, first of all, everyone's just ready to put 2020 to rest, I think, and thinking about how they are going to build their planner armistice in 2021. So what are you thinking? You know, I am a firm believer in if it's not broken, don't fix it. So (laughs) the HP mini was broken for me. I stopped using it. I just didn't feel drawn to open it up and try planning with that. So I switched to half letter and half letter is working beautifully for me and a five is working beautifully for me. So I think I'm going to stick with those two, but like everybody else, I am so tinted with everything. I love Emily Lay's color. You know, I, I love color, even though I'm a firm sort of minimalist functional planner. I love color. Yeah. That's, it actually surprises me because your palette is so, um, it's beautiful mm-hmm. and it's like muted. So I can't picture those rainbow tabs, but your handwriting would look beautiful in any planner. So Oh, thank you, know. you. That's so sweet. Yeah, and I, I love um, Emily Lay's planners. So I get so tempted seeing other people use it, but I think the fact that I have officially found a planner piece, I don't find myself still browsing the website saying, maybe I could use it for this. No, I, I have my two setups and now I'm just excited to explore new planner companies and try their inserts as well and their pens and sticky notes. So those are my two, A5 and half letter for sure. Sounds perfect. Well, tell our listeners where they can find you because I'm sure everyone is going to have their interest very piqued and want to see your handwriting and your blog and your Insta and all that. That is so awesome. So you can find me at theimanimichelle.com. That is my blog and essentially all my handles. So Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, and I'm missing one. YouTube, I don't think you can do backslash the Imani Michelle, but if you go to those other content areas, primarily my blog, you can get to all of my uh, other sites. And I'm just really glad to have you guys. So come along. I think we have a lot of fun. Yes. They will. People definitely will. Well, thank you so much. This has been lovely. It's been very exciting to talk to you in person after following you for a while on Insta. So thank you so much for coming on. And thank you for having me. I really enjoyed it. Well, that was great. So inspiring. It was so much fun to have Imani. And as I mentioned, as a little teaser, I do have some very, very exciting guests lined up in the pipeline. Actually, Three, two maybes and one definite. Three people that I very much admire and find very fascinating and I'm just incredibly excited to talk to. So at that rate, that kind of gets us through November, December, January or so, although I may air them a little closer together just because they're such great guests and at least two of them may be affiliated with certain planning products and I want to make sure that I get those out into the world. So not to reveal anything, but you will find out soon enough. 
Anyway, this has been a very fun episode. I will also mention that I'm continuing to enjoy my current planner setup, which is the Amplify that I set up for the last quarter of the year. I have not yet dived into the Hobonichi for 2021, but instead have a list of 2021 events in that Amplify because they are starting to pile up. Funny how that happens toward the end of the year. We always feel like they sneak up on us, but the truth is lots of things get planned three or four months out. And when it's October or November, then that's going to be in the next year. So I hope you're enjoying thinking about your system set up for next year and collecting those dates in whatever form works for you. We will be back next week. And I do promise that I have some more digitally related tidbits that we'll be getting to at some point because I know that's been very requested, including I'm going to attempt to use Trello for a week or so and just see what all the fuss is about. So I'll report back on that. All right. So this has been another episode. You know where to find me, theshoebox.com. And I have been good about posting the show notes right around the time that the episode airs. So if you click on the icon where it says best laid plans podcast, there is a whole list of episodes there with links to blog posts that have more detailed photos and information about the episode, including hopefully products that are mentioned. In addition, you can find me at the underscore shoebox on Instagram and at shoebox underscore plans on Instagram as well. Um, And of course, most of you probably already know this, but I do have another podcast that I co-host with Laura Vanderkam called Best of Both Worlds. So if you don't already listen to that, that's more about life and less about planning, although we do plenty of goals and planning talk too, because for us, it's just a core part of life. So we can't leave it out. All right. Thank you so much. I hope you all have wonderful weeks and I'll be back next Monday. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM. Women's voices amplified.